0: Well, if there's one thing that really defines, to me, living in Delta, it's that you either are very familiar with the Massey Tunnel or the Alex Fraser Bridge. Would you agree with me on that one? Absolutely. One or the other.
1: Well, actually, maybe Point Roberts, too. That's true.
0: Those are the three things. Uh, The Massey Tunnel has been a pretty hot point of discussion for the last couple of years now. We know that uh, this government put the brakes on that planned 10-lane bridge to replace the Massey Tunnel. Uh, That was, what, a year and a half ago now? Right, you're going a go yeah. about that, yeah. And so we're talking about the replacement. What kind of replacement do you think we need there? Well,
1: it's interesting. And uh, what I wanted to do as mayor was bring the other mayors of the 99 corridor together. And up to that point, uh, Delta was voice was very much on its own. And I, fortunately, I've been able to do that. And uh, just recently, a letter did go to the premier, collectively giving the uh, the. What, the mayors of the 990 corridor, Vancouver, Richmond, Delta, Surrey, and White Rock, and also our First Nations. They're involved and have to be involved right at the beginning. That was the Tawasin First Nations and the Musqueam First Nations. And so we have lifted out the principles. And one thing that we do not want to see is any structure. And it's the provincial structure that we're talking about. Any structure can't touch the river. If it touches the river, it's going to be a federal environmental assessment And the Federal Environmental Assessment, and we confirmed this when we were back in Ottawa, it'll take between five to seven years. And quite possibly, because of the risk to the fishery industries and the concerns of the First Nations, it could be a big no.
0: Okay, well then how was that bridge under construction before?
1: Uh, The the original bridge did not touch the river. It spanned Ah. over. Okay. Some of the options that the uh, provincial uh, uh, consultant did on his review included uh, shortening the spans and things like that. Um, but collectively, we would like to see uh, other options and other options that don't touch the river. The other thing is when we do the timeline, even if it was approved and gone through the proper assessments and community consultation, we're looking at 2030. It's just for it to be finished? For it to be finished. And that's as if everything goes well. And the longer it's delayed, we're going past 2030.
0: And as we know, and I don't know where Vancouver, I'm going to be in
1: 2030, but it might not be in the car. Well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so, well, it's also nothing's going to go well. We know that it's no, always a bumpy does. ride to get yeah. these big projects approved, yeah. right?
1: And we do have, uh, you know, the, uh, the federal infrastructure fund that's available, and uh, we're hoping that the province would uh, would apply for that, and that's what the letter states also. And the letter will be on our website in, in a couple of days for the public to to see. But we need to keep pressing in on the province uh, that we need a solution. It's their asset, but we need a solution that's going to have it the quickest turn around to relieving the congestion
0: were you in favor of the bridge
1: as a staffer i I was supporting uh mayor jackson's request and now as mayor i also see the need to look at why the other cities weren't weren't in favor Uh, we could say we'll build a 10-lane bridge and then be proud of ourselves for removing the congestion at the tunnel site um, but it's just going to back up in vancouver
0: Thank, I tol- you. I Thank totally, you, George. I've been saying that for years. I
1: totally respect City of Vancouver's opinion uh, with regards to not turning Oak Street into an extension of 99. Richmond had the, the design for the interchange at the Stevenson exit. It looked like an LA type of, of uh, interchange. I, I really see why they had problems with that. And Mayor Walker and and, uh, and and Mayor McCallum, they're supportive because they want to see their people have a reliable means of getting to work uh, north of the river we and that's those are the areas that are growing yeah and people say well it'll uh, actually bring more development to Delta we're fortunately protected by the agricultural land reserve
0: it's so only like, so much development that can happen in Delta that's right so then what would you like to see there what do you think will work
1: well there's a number of options that really weren't looked at uh, before uh, in order that it doesn't touch the river you have to look at other how you do that um, I, I do not want I want what we have consensus on is is a three lane bridge sorry, three lanes in each direction, plus two dedicated lanes for rapid transit. We have to have the day this new asset opens an approved rapid bus, eventually light rail connection. And when I sit on the Mayor's Council, and I was saying this yesterday, we need to ensure as we go to the public doing these big mega projects, what I do support is that there needs to be a map saying it's part of the puzzle to connect the whole region. And so that's what I want to see. This is an asset that you do not want to rebuild some other additional asset because it was forgotten about, but make sure it has the ability to connect to the regional projects 20 or 30 years down the road.
0: Okay, so you're saying one option then could be, what, a six-lane bridge or well, an what, eight-lane bridge? But
1: we've, uh, we've agreed to is six lanes Okay. Uh, plus two dedicated for eventually, uh, initially rapid bus uh, and eventually light rail. It's got to be engineered so that the light rail is available. Okay. And uh, talking to the engineers that are involved in this, they say quite easily light rail could be right down 99 um, what we need to improve the reliability is more buses, and also that will yes. get people out of the cars. But people want to get out of the cars, yes, especially the do. younger people. My daughter commutes to city of Vancouver every day, and she wants to get out of the car. Yeah. But because you're waiting sometimes 30 to 35 minutes... Well,
0: in Delta, you are for the bus, For yeah. the
1: bus, and also in cases of uh, River Rock, where they're catching uh, the connector uh, there, uh, you're waiting long times. Uh, so we need to improve that. And one thing that we said, which the original plan I agreed on... Was as you're going down 99, uh, there's both uh, flyover from just around the hotel there over to the River Rock to reduce the need to go through the congestion at Costco in that area there. Craziness. And uh, you know, uh, Mayor Brody said that he would support that. So we're all working together. We all have to really realize exactly right. you know that what if we're, we can only can do this together, and it'll put more pressure on the provincial government saying because they've always said, well if the mayors aren't on side we're not going to touch it. Right. Well, the mayors are on side now. So, no, There's no argument there. And we have there. a solution. Now's the time to get going.
0: Okay, so that's one option then. What are some of the other options that you agreed on? Like what about another tunnel?
1: Uh, the, the letter states that the preferred option of the members uh, that were involved is a tunnel. And one of the uh, uh, ones that uh, was looked at by the, by the group of mayors and the First Nations chiefs was a deep bore tunnel. And that is built in Europe and other areas. It is feasible. I checked that out with other project engineers. It may be more expensive, but it is also faster. But more importantly, it wouldn't require such a federal environmental assessment because it's not touching the river. It's under the river bottom. And that wouldn't upset insofar as the traditional rights of the Musqueam the First, and the Tawasin First Nations for their fisheries.
0: Okay. Because right now the tunnel, my understanding is that the engineering is, it sits on the bottom of the riverbed. Is that right?
1: It, in those days, you didn't have environmental assessments. So right. they actually just floated. They floated it, set, made it go down and set it on the river bottom and then filled some... Uh, rocks everything on top. Uh, But that won't be allowed nowadays. And, you know, look at this picture. This is a crack from 2008. A crack
0: in the... You should uh, not be showing uh, this I'm showing it to you. Are you you kidding me?
1: And here's the concrete falling off the top. And this was taken by our staff members who went through about a year ago. Oh, boy. And I feel for the first responders, our fire. and I feel for our producer,
0: Dwayne, because he's going to go through that tunnel in another couple hours. (laughs) I do
1: speed at times, and it's when I'm going through the tunnel. Yeah. Um, But the first responders, I really feel for, and we need a a safer... uh, Crossing so and the, the new tunnels that you see in Europe, and I've driven through a number of them in the last couple of years, they're magnificent.
0: How many lanes would that be? Six again or:
1: Well, we'd still want the same configuration. We do not want to build too many lanes. We need to make uh, individuals get out of their cars right and again, if we're doing this asset it's good for 80 to 100 years, what's the car going to look like, like as, you know as we were talking just off air, the, my vision of the car is changing drastically. yeah there's going to be driverless cars available soon.
0: Well that tunnel the tunnel was built what, nineteen fifty nine, I think it was, is yep. the year that it opened. So yeah, they were just starting the era of the the, the car, right? Of getting around in the car. You're right. I don't think that's a question that we often ask no. is
1: So we gotta do proper planning, we're building an asset, not for ourselves, but for our grandchildren, really. Because that's the game-changing j- world for grandchildren when uh, they get to be a driver you know, age to drive a car.
0: And you're particularly partial to that because you just had your first grandchild. She's
1: did. beautiful Rania.
0: <laughs> She's a beautiful little girl. I saw pictures. Uh, so that was the agreement. That so the, what you all agreed on is that the best way to approach this is a deep bore tunnel.
1: That's uh, we said all options to be explored, and yeah. we wanted them to, them to explore it also the deep bore tunnel.
0: Okay. So then, what happens with that letter?
1: That letter's gone over to the Premier and the Minister of Transportation for their review. Um, I'm very pleased on the action that's happening both at the Mayor's Council for TransLink and also through Sab Dollywell's leadership as Chair of Metro. Uh, he's structured a task force on this, and uh, we're meeting very shortly, and we want to get the collective uh, thoughts from a regional perspective, because so that's very important too, that this right. fits in the regional plan insofar as options.
0: Because we seem to think that there's nothing going on with this replacement for the Massey Tunnel, but from what you're saying, George, is there's a lot going on behind the scenes.
1: There's a lot going on behind the scenes, but uh, you know, personally, it's sort of agnostic to the solution, but I'm really bullish on get get going and fix this congestion, because we're we have problems in Tilbury and and, and even on Nancy's Island. When there's a hiccup in the tunnel, Alex Fraser's plug. When there's a hiccup in Alex That's Fraser, it's, it just bounces back and forth. And Patello. And I fully support building the Patello. In fact, both assets, the tunnel and Patello, should have been planned replacements from 20 years ago. And that's the short-sightedness, unfortunately, of the political world. You're just looking at your term of office versus what's necessary long-term.
0: What you could stand in front of and get your picture taken before your term is up. I think that's what politicians look for, right? Of course, present company excluded.
1: Uh, I still think of myself as a politician. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't.
0: I was going to say, you just started this job. You were a city manager. So what made you want to go into politics after all that?
1: Because I wanted to do things that I couldn't get done as city manager. Oh. And to finish off my career, I I wanted to do this.
0: So you thought, okay, was it frustrating for you at times? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm sad when you thought, okay, I think this is the best thing to do, but you had to, it was out of your hands at that point.
1: It was, but I also had, a, over my long career, very good counsels to work with, and we accomplished a lot. And as I mentioned, Burns Bog, that was a great one. Oh.
0: That's right. Mayor Harvey is with us. Are you enjoying yourself? How are you doing?
1: Very, It's great.
0: So far, so good?
1: I'd rather be on the golf course, but it's great.
0: Well, who wouldn't? (laughs) I'd rather be on the golf course. I don't even play golf that often. So yes, it's that kind of day, right? Uh, We are taking calls because we were talking about replacing the Massey Tunnel and you were saying uh, it's going to happen, right? Do you believe it's going to happen? Oh, it
1: has to happen. Absolutely.
0: And whether it's an eight-lane bridge or an eight-lane tunnel... We're moving in that direction.
1: Yes, the province has committed um, to look at this, and um, I'm very happy uh, with the involvement of uh, Ravi Callan in the north and, of course, Ian Payton in the south. We have two great MLAs that are working very, very hard for a community, and this is at the top of their list too.
0: Okay, good to know. So what would you like to see? We're asking the people out there who drive, right, the commuters, the people who are on the road. What do you think is going to work for that crossing? Let me start with Alex in Abbotsford. Hi, Alex. How's it going, you two? Good, hey, Alex. What did you want to say? Uh, I just uh, I
1: don't agree with a six lane bridge, but eight lane I can agree with because I think the rapid transit is absolutely brilliant, which is they should have done on the Portman Bridge, because uh, somebody's and I coming from the Valley. She's so, like, why can't they do a light rail all the way through? But then the far lanes, the far right lanes going towards River Road or towards um, Steveson, why not those as dedicated lanes just for those exits? Then you have the two through lanes for for, uh, for regular traffic and the middle ones for Either the emergency crews or as well right. as rapid transit.
0: Well, you know what, Alex? Actually, that is what we talked about because it was six lanes for traffic, but you said, Mayor Harvey, two, two lanes, two
1: dedicated lanes uh, for oh, rapid okay. bus this at I the beginning. My mistake on that one. Uh, but the important factor here, Alex, is that those two dedicated lanes for rapid bus and, and at the beginning they have to be engineered so they can be converted to light rail in the near future.
0: Right? That's an awesome idea. That'd be the way to go. Okay, thank you so much, Alex. Yeah, light rail. It seems to me like it. There's a lot of appetite for that, uh, whether it's out in the valley or like just to get people moving. Can you make that happen? Do you think?
1: I think it, uh, this quarter uh, quarter could uh, have light rail. And uh, yes, it can happen, and, but again, it needs to be fit, every solution needs to fit into the regional context, and that is that we want all these projects, the ability, years down the road, right. to connect together. Because my dream is 30 years from now, we have a network that connects all of our region, all of Metro Vancouver.
0: Let's talk to uh, one of your constituents, Victor in North Delta. Hi, Victor.
1: Hi. What's your question? The uh, question uh, I bought here in 1976, a brand new house. I back onto this uh, freeway called Nordell Way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, engine breaks and pollution from the exhausts. And uh, I thought when the South Fraser Perimeter Road was built that the truck traffic would go there.
0: And it hasn't. You're saying there's still a lot of noise, pollution. Uh- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 24-7. I know what you mean. I drive through there fairly often. That's exactly yeah. the case. So let's yeah. get, let, let Mayor Harvey add to that for a sec. Okay, Victor? Thank you. Okay, hold on.
1: Well, thank you for the call. And it's important to know that we are suffering congestion insofar as a lot of truck traffic. We have a lot of goods movements going on throughout the region. But the real good thing is the province and the Port of Vancouver and the federal government are building a $250-plus and fifty improvements to the Nordell Interchange, they're doing improvements in Alex Fraser Bridge and along 80th. Right now, those are two very congested areas of South Fraser Perimeter Road. And that's happening right now. And once that's completed, that should alleviate traffic, say, coming down Nordell, which is a quicker route to go right now. But it shouldn't be in the once future everything once is those done. projects are done.
0: Is this like the 72nd uh, overpass, all of that being done?
1: Right. And, you know, we went back to, uh, six years ago to Ottawa with Mayor Jackson of the day and myself. And uh, we said, you need to. Do this. It was actually taken out because they lost, they ran out of money funding as they were building that corridor improvements to go to the border. But fortunately, it was uh, put back on the books, it, and I think they did a marvelous job, and they actually did it very quick. It was a great solution by the, uh, the federal government.
0: Isn't that another example, though, of what you were talking about, George, is that we shortchanged these projects like 20, 30 years ago, thinking, ah, eh, it'll be fine. And then we learned to live with them, and now we just can't live with them anymore.
1: True, and with the South Fraser Perimeter World, which has been great for our industrial growth and goods movements, They ran out of money, and that's why they couldn't build the proper interchanges. But fortunately, they did purchase the property, and fortunately, they did do preload. So now the $250 million plus is going to do that really good improvements and put it back to where it should have been in the first place.
0: Okay, good. Let's get another call here. We have Jerry from Surrey. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Good. What did you want to say?
1: Build it. Build it now. (laughs) Build it big.
0: Yes, how big?
1: You're not going to get people out of their cars uh, until the transit comes in. And the transit's going to be after they build stuff. So they have to build it big and build it now.
0: How big do you, you know? think?
1: Oh, God. At, 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 at least four lanes for traffic each side.
0: So you're you saying know, eight I, lanes I of traffic and then yep. two lanes on top of that. So you're all for the original yep. 10-lane bridge. Make it
1: go. Make it big. And when and when they finally get light rail or, or um, sky train through that area yep. and it's all connected, people will get other cars but there's still going to be old guys that want to go golfing and they're not going to want to carry their clubs. Did you just oh, call the mayor an thing.
0: old guy? Did you just call the mayor an old guy? Cause he said he I wanted to be golfing. Today. I, I resemble that remark. <laughs> well, Jerry, right? thank you very yeah. much for that. I have a feeling Jerry also spends a lot of time sitting in traffic. Do you get that feeling?
1: Well, he's not alone. I, I have to sit in traffic too. And it's, it's, it's frustrating. And again, we need a better, more reliable traveling time as an option to get people out of the car. If you have that, they will get out of the car. And again, we're not building this for my generation. We're building this for my grandchildren and uh, their parents. And they want to get out of the car. With the days of the mortgages and people struggling just to pay rent and also maybe be for first-time purchases of homes, they need transit. And yeah. they need a fix of this congestion. Because right now, the pressure on families is a huge You don't know whether you can go through that tunnel very quickly. Yeah. And you don't have a reliable time of expected transit. So that's, we need to fix that.
0: That is so true.